Today's daf is Ksubis daf Chav Zayin, and we are at the Mishnah on daf Chav Vav Amid Beis. So the Mishnah is going to discuss the halachas of Shvuya. So yesterday we went through the Cheshven of how the Mesechta went from beginning with Psu and this is Marvi to talk about the halachas of Kuhuna and Shvuya. So now we have another two blot from here until the end of the parak. Then we begin parak Elunairis that still talk about the halachas of Shvuya. Says the Mishnah, a woman that was taken captive by Oivdei Kechavim Al Yedei Mamein if the reason she was taken captive was because of monetary issues. So, for example, perhaps her husband owed a group of people money and they took this man's wife as collateral. So then the halacha is, although she was living with these goyim for a certain period of time, when she comes back, she is mutter to go back to her husband, meaning we're not concerned that perhaps these oivdei kechavim were ma'anes, they will boil this woman so that she would become asal is, However, if the reason she was captured was al iske nefashos, Rashi says, so she was on death row, for example, she herself was going to be killed, and then she was let free. Then when she goes back home, she's going to be also to her husband. The reason is, Rashi says, that in the event that they took this woman as collateral, they want to make sure that they return her the same way that they took her, because ultimately their end game here is the money that they're trying to get. So it's in their interest to make sure that they don't violate this woman. It's for that reason, there's a svar, there's a chazaka that they most likely did not touch this woman. It's when it's al iske nefashis, when you don't have that svara over there. To the contrary, she is hefker by them, and being that noyagabal minik hefker, she says, chayshish and were concerned that maybe they were mezana with her. As a result, she'd be us with her husband. So there are two interesting Rashi's. Number one, the Mishnah said, Al yedei mamoin muteres labayla. Rashi says, why muteres labayla? The mercy, because there's a svarat that says that the goyim, although technically they don't have a problem from a Yerush perspective being boiled this woman, but they are a little bit concerned because they're afraid lahafsid mamoinim. They don't want to lose money. And to prevent themselves from losing money, it's for that reason there's a chazaka that says that they wouldn't do something that they're not supposed to do. Now, it's interesting this svar of mercy is something that comes up in halacha in other areas as well. There's a umdana that if somebody is mercy, somebody is afraid to do something, even though we don't know for sure whether they did or didn't do that, the svar of mercy is an umdana that says that most likely a person won't do something that may get them into trouble. And where it most notably comes into play is in Hechsherim and, for example, Chal of Yisrael, one of the big nekudas that Ramosha Feinstein relied on in his truva Negus Moshe regarding Chal of Stam, Chal of Akim, Chal of Companies, whatever exactly you want to call it, was Mirsis. That although we, for example, you drink something that's not Chal of Yisrael, so a Yid technically didn't see the milk come out of the cow, so you don't know for sure that it's Chal of that's coming from an animal that's kosher, but at the same time, these people that sell this milk are in a business where if the FDA ever caught them selling something that they claim is something else, they would lose their license, they'd pay fines and penalties, and they'd get themselves into a lot of trouble, maybe serve prison time. So there's a svar of mirsis that says that they're most likely telling the truth. They're not going to lie. They're not going to lie, and we rely on hechsherim. So this svar of mirsis is a very important concept in halacha, and one of the areas that we rely on it is right here, that a woman that was captured, al yidei moment, is a svar of mirsis, that says that we're not concerned that maybe she was nivala, as a result she's going to be mutter to her husband. That's the first Rashi. The second Rashi is, uh, the Mishnah said, that if it happened, if she was captured because of Iskin of Rashi said simply that she herself was Nidoinus she herself was on death row, then she's going to be ushered to her husband, and the reason is because there you don't have the Svar of Mirsis anymore, so if there's no Svar of Mirsis anymore, there we're concerned so that she's going to be ushered to her husband. Now, there's a very important Rashi here. Rashi says, the Hoyo Venoyag and Baminikhafker being that we're concerned that these Goyim will be noyag with their Minikhafker, Khoshish and we're worried Shema Nisratsa Be'echod Mehem. Maybe one of these Goyim were Mezana with this woman, and during the Bia she was Nisratsis. She was pleased, she was happy with what was happening. She was Nivala Biratsin, and as a result, she's going to be ushered to her husband. Tosis points out that Rashi could have learned the Gemara, the Mishnah, much more Pashit. That we're talking about a woman who's married to a Kayan, so even if she was Nivala Ba'ina, still she's going to be ushered to her husband. Says Tosis, the reason Rashi didn't learn that way is because the Mishnah didn't say Asura Le Kayan. The Mishnah said Asura Le Baila, and Rashi felt that's a diuk that 
no matter who her husband is, even if he's Yisrael, she's going to be awesome. Kasha is, and Eshet Yisrael, that's Nivala Bo'inus, is muttered to her husband. She's only also to her husband if she's Nivala Berotzin. It was for that reason, says... That Rashi had to say a svara, and the svara is that even if the ikur bia is really happening by Oynes, but there's a chash shema nisratzis ba'achet mehem that during the bia maybe she'll have ritzur, she'll be okay with what's happening, she'll have enough from it. That will constitute rotzin, and if that constitute rotzin, it's for that reason that she's going to be also to her husband. Toisvus asks an interesting kasha. Toisvus says that at least the tznuos should be mutter. Who's the tznuos? So Toisvus says the Gemara and Afkim Lamed Beis discuss the tznuos. That would give up their lives not to be nivala to a guy. The Gemara asked the Kashra, the Lidrich, Luhu, the Inashari, and the Gemara said, No, we're worried about the Tsnuois. So Toysva says that it could be you're right. There are Tsnuois in the world that would never ever be nivala to a guy and have any Hana from it, have any ruts into it. But this woman, how do we know that she's a Tsnuois? And then Toysva concludes with a very interesting line. Vafilu nearest Tsnuois. Even if she looks like a Tsnuois, it's not a Raya. Still could be that she's not a Tsnuois. But either way, and a Khanami, if we know she's a Tsnuois, but then Tysus entertains the possibility that maybe there wouldn't be such a chash. But you have a woman that was captured, we have no idea who she really is. She looks like it's new, that in itself is not necessarily a raya, and it's for that reason that over here we would be concerned. But many Rishonim argue with Rashi and with Tysus, and the Rishonim say that the etzim halacha that Rashi is saying, that a woman that was captured and she's living now in, a, in captivity, and her captor is being ma'anasar, and she has some sort of rotsin during the bia, that wouldn't necessarily make her into an ishas ish that's mizanaburotsin. Because at the end of the day, this whole bia, this whole cir- the circumstances that are surrounding this bia was all circumstances of oinus. And it's for that reason it would be considered not a bias rotsin, but rather it would be considered a bias oinus, even if at some point, perhaps, maybe she did have some sort of ritzoyen. They bring many rayas, do the Rishonim, the Ritva, the Ramban, the Rajva, the many rayas they bring not like Rashi. One of the rayas is in Yonah the Yoyma, Gemara, we've talked about many times, is the story of Esther. Esther was living, the Gemara says, with Achash. If you read the Psukim in the Megillah, it sounds like Esther was Mordechai's daughter or stepdaughter. Mordechai had adopted Esther after her parents had died. But the Gemara says, Al-Tikri Labas El that Mordechai actually married Esther. And not just that, the Gemara says that even after Esther married Achashverosh, she was living with Achashverosh and with Mordechai at the same time. There was a Moich. So we've talked about that a lot in the past. But either way, they were able to live together. Why were they able to live together? How was Mordechai allowed to live with Esther if Esther was being Nivala to Achashverosh? The Territz it was all happening by Ines. She wasn't doing it by Ratzin. In fact, at the end of the story, when she goes into Achashverosh willingly, she tells Mordechai Kashavadati Avadati. Till now, I was Nivala by Ines. But now already, I'm being Nivala by Ratzin. the Rishonim that if you're going to tell me that a woman that's in a relationship by Ines, but if she has some sort of Ratzin, Bishaspia, that constitutes Ratzin. So how was Mordechai Atzadik allowed to rely on the fact so she was a Tznu Esther, but how was Mordechai allowed to rely on the fact that there's no question that there was no time that she was never Nivala Baratzin? Maybe she was Nivala Baratzin at one point. And if at one point she's Nivala Baratzin, now all of a sudden she becomes also her husband. So they were showing him safe in the story of Esther and Achashverish, that would seem to be a Raya, not like Rashi. That being that the relationship itself was all in the backdrop of Oynes, even if there was a Maisebiyah that happened by Ratzin, that in itself wouldn't constitute Ratzin. All right, so the Mishnah said a very straightforward case. We complicated it. Uh, Isha, a woman that was captured, if it was al iske mamoin muteres labayla, because it's a svar of mirsis, we assume that the husband, that this woman was not Nensa because they don't want to touch this woman because ultimately they want to get the money. But if it was al iske and fascist, then she's going to be asked to rule about it. When do we say that if it was al mamoin she's muteres labayla? That's only elishliyad yisrael takifaloyv dekechavim. That's only if the Yidin were in control, so that the judges and the Yidin were in power at the time. But if the Goyim are in power, and even if it's Ayyadei Mamen, they're also Labayla, and the reason is because they're not worried that the non-Jewish police or judges are going to punish them, because nobody has a problem with the fact that a non-Jew was boil a Eishas Yisrael, so they're not concerned that there's going to be any fallout. If it's Yad Yisrael Tekifah, then they're worried about the fallback, fallout. So I'll 
Iske momin, we're not worried that maybe she was nivala. But if it's yad, or if they kechavim to kifal atzman, then we are going to be concerned. Masiv rava from a mishnah mesachdis idias. Hey, Rabbi Yisai Koyin, Rabbi Zecharia ben Akatsov, Abbas Yisrael, Shahura no ba'ashkeloin. There was a Bas Yisrael that was given by her father or her husband as collateral for a loan. So apparently, this man borrowed money from bad people, and he had to give collateral, and he gave this Bas Yisrael. As collateral, the richakua b'nei mishpachta, and when she finally came back, the loan was paid back, the collateral was returned. Nobody in her family, she came from Kayhanim, wanted to marry this girl because they were concerned that maybe she was nivala, and even if she was nivala ba'inus, she's considered a zayna, and if she's a zayna, she's going to be asked to marry a kohen. However, they but there were edim that said that we were there the whole time, and we know for a fact that nothing happened. The chachamim said, "What's that?" She never to say that she didn't do it. No. So uh, we'll see more about that later. It's the next Mishnah. So the Amru the Chacham the Chachamim said, "Im matem aminim shahura no haminu shloim nistera." Says, "I don't understand why you're not believing the Adam. If you believe the Adam that she was given as collateral, then believe the Adam that say that nothing bad happened." V'shloim nitma v'miyatem aminu shloim nistera v'shloim nitma al taminu shahura no. Either with Manav Shach, there's like a pesha aser type of svara that if you're going to believe the Adam that this whole story went down, then you should believe the Adam that nothing happened. This. So the Gemara's cash is for Ashkelon. This story happened in Ashkelon, and it's Ashkelon was. City, the Yad of Yitzchak Atzman, where the Goyim were in control of themselves. It wasn't Yad Yisrael Takifa, it was Yad Oyv Dekechavan Takifa, Viktani, and still the Mishnah said, Hurano, that because she was given as collateral, it's for that reason in that Talach is that although it was Al Iske Mamoin, unless Adam would have said specifically that she was a Nivala, we would assume that she was Nivala. But Nechbesha, what if all that happened was is she was captured, meaning she wasn't proactively given as collateral. She was only captured. Then then maybe the halacha would have been different and there we would not have assumed that she was necessarily living. Now, first of all, what's the difference between Huran and Nechbesha? So Rashi says that there's a difference between when the father or the husband actually gives his wife over as collateral, there's this assumption that maybe her life is a little cheaper, so they're a little bit less worried about maybe being boiler. So even if it's a this game moment, there's more of a far that maybe they're going to be boiler. But either way, this was a case where it was Yad Oiv de Kechavim Tekifa, and it was clear that we were concerned that maybe the beer would have happened, but it was only because it was her, not the Gemara's Diakis. Meaning only because she was given over as a mashkin. But had she not been given over as a mashkin, they would have just captured her. Then, even though it was Yad Oiv de Kechavim Kifa, still we wouldn't have been concerned. So it's a kasha on what Rabbi Yitzchak, what Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yitzchak said that the only time we're not concerned about this came moment is if it's Yad Yisrael Takifa. But if it's Yad Yisrael Takifa, we are. Here it's mashma that even when it's Yad Yisrael Takifa, the only time we're concerned, we're not, is when it's Hurano. But if it's only Nech Bisha, even if it's Yad Yisrael Takifa, still we're not concerned. So the Gemara says, no, there's absolutely no deal. Because who had the Nefila Nechbesha? Maybe even had it been Nechbesha, the Allah would have been the same. So why then did the Mishnah say, Hura, now say a bigger Chiddush Nechbesha? The reason is the Mishnah's not coming to tell me a halacha. The Mishnah's telling me a story. That happened to have been the story. The story was where she was Hura, now. it was Yad Yisrael Takifa, and the halacha was. And unless Adam would have said Mephurish that we know that she was a Nivala, we would have been concerned that she was Nivala. Could be the same halacha would have been true had she been Nechbesha. Not Hurana, being that it's Yad of the Covenant Tachifa, although it's Al Iske Momin, still we would have been concerned as a Bia, unless Adam would have been saying specifically to the contrary. Ikid Ami, some related this Mishnah in Idias to our Mishnah here in Mesechtis Ksubis, but a little bit differently. They brought our Mishnah as a Raya. Well, the Mishnah idiot as a Raya. The same exact Mishnah. Now, what's the Gemara's Raya? And the only reason we assume that she was in Nivala is because Adam said she was a nivelah, but if Adam wouldn't be saying that she was a nivelah, why? Then the halacha would have been that we would have been concerned. Ah, it's al iske momoin must be. It's because it's the ad of the kechavim tekifa. So the ikad amri brought the mishnah idias as a riot to Rav Shmuel by Yitzchak. So there, the Gemara said very nicely, Lloyd. It's not necessarily my lav loishna. 
Because the Mishnah and Idiot is talking about where is she was given over. Oh, she was given over. Then at least came up and yeah, the cover there we assume there was a bee unless Adam say otherwise. But in our Mishnah where it was only Nechbisha, wasn't Hurana, you have no raya that at least came up where it's Yad Urbde Kichovim Takifa. Then, unless Adam is saying otherwise, we would assume that she was Nivala. A third Girsa was Medama the Mishnah in Idias to our Mishnah in Ksubis, and again, in even a third way. Some asked it as a kasha. Tanan, our Mishnah says, that if she's captured, there's no concern that maybe he was Baila. And you see from there that unless Adam would say otherwise, we would assume that there was B, although it happened on this game. The answer was, answered the stira. Between the Mishnah Ksubis and the Mishnah in Idias, as saying the Mishnah Ksubis is talking about where it's Yad Yisrael the Kifal of the Kechavim, therefore all this came up and we're not concerned. The Mishnah in Idias is talking about Ashkelon where it was Yad of the Kechavim the Kifal and it's for that reason there we were concerned. So either way, the two Mishnayos in Hinshas and Mishnah Ksubis Chavava Mebeis and the Mishnah and the Sechtes Idias that both talk about the same halacha. A woman was captured al Iskei Momen, then she was returned home. Are we concerned that maybe the captors were? Boil this woman, or are we not concerned? On the one hand, there's a svara of Mirsis, but maybe not. So you see two svaras that come up here in the sugya. One svara is is a nafkemina between whether it was Yad Yisrael Tekifal Ev Dekechavim or if it was Yad Ev Dekechavim Tekifal Atzman. Obviously, if it's Yad Ev Dekechavim Tekifal Atzman, they're less afraid. If it's Yad Yisrael Tekifal Ev Dekechavim, they would be more afraid. And the second svara was, was she captured or was she actually given as collateral? If she was given as collateral, then there's more vachshash than maybe they will boil her. If she was captured, then there's less of vachshash. Whether the two Mishnayis and our saying the same thing or whether there's a stira. So that already, those are the three Lashonis that the Gemara mentioned. The safer Mishnah was that if she was taken out iske nefashos, then asur lebaila she's going to be usher to her husband. So Rashi said in the Mishnah, what does al iske nefashos mean? Shahoisa nidoinus lamos. So she was on death row. The Gemara, however, says a different time. Oh my Rab, what does Rab says? What does it mean iske nefashos? Kigoy neshei ganvi, the wives of ganovim. So Rashi says that back in the day, this was in places where if somebody stole, somebody committed white-collar crime, he was actually put to death. But not only was he put to death, but Derech HaMalchus, Rashi says, Lahafkir Beisim and Hashem, that even the, his wife and his kids and his family, everything was very, very cheapened. Right? Some people deal with terrorists that way. But everything was, was very cheapened. And so these women... If they were captured, nobody's going to be afraid to be boiled as women. There's no sphar of nurses. And therefore, there's no question if a, if a Ishes Yisrael was taken in that context, she's going to be ushered to her husband. Levi Yomar Kigoyin Ishtoy Shel Ben Dunoy. It's an example of somebody like this would be like the wife of Ben Dunoy. Rashi says who Ben Dunoy was. He wasn't a white-collar criminal. He was a blue-collar criminal. He was a Reitzeach. Rashi says the rest of the stories in Saitem, Emzayin, and Aleph. So someone like, who's a Reitzeach, his wife, yeah, there, they already, the courts will have no problem with somebody defiling her. That's only if the Ritzech was actually even if it wasn't Nigma Dina, that in itself, that, that they're already, he's being tried for Ritzicha, that's enough for people to start being mafker, start treating this person's family and everything else as if it would be hafker. So why did Rashi say if the Gemara gave different reasons? Another halacha regarding shvuya. A city that was surrounded by non-Jews, so people are coming to lay siege on the city. So till now we're talking about a shvuya where a woman was kidnapped and she's living with her captors. So now it's the other way around. But you have going, they come to a, a city and now they've surrounded the city. Any woman that's living in the city that's married to a Koyan. Here it's Mefurish in the Mishnah. They're going to be us, Puzzle, meaning with Chayish that maybe these Karkoyan were boiled these women, 
and an Aishas Koyin that's Nivala Ba'oinis is Aser to her husband. Ve'im Yesh, incidentally, even if she wasn't an Aishas Koyin, even if she was a Pnuya, she'd be Aser to marry a Koyin at some future date, because that too would constitute a Zaina. A Koyin's not allowed to marry a Zaina. Ve'im Yesh Lohem Edim, let's say they are Edim that say that this particular woman was a Nivala, then Afilu Eved, even if the Ed is an Eved, Afilu Shivcha, Harei Elun Emonim are going to be believed. So even an Eved and a Shivcha who ordinarily Apostle Edos, but when it comes to saying that this woman who was trapped in the city was in Nivala, even an Eben and a Shifcha would be believed. However, the Mishnah says that although Apostle is believed, the Ein Nemen Adam Ali Dayatma, a person is not believed to say, I myself. Um, Tahira, that already you're not believed. Incidentally, we talked about this really last week, but the Pnei Yeshua right here is Matmiya. He says he doesn't understand. If you believe in Eben and Shifcha, what must the reason be? Ordinarily, in Eben and Shifcha, Apostle Eidos. So, Pasha, the reason is because we're dealing over here with Isavah Heter and Eidach and Amibisurim. So, if we're dealing with Eidach and Amibisurim, and it's for that reason that in Eben and Shifcha, ordinarily, Apostle Eidos are accepted as Edim, so how come the woman is not believed to say on herself that I was in Nivala? Why is a person not believed to be made on themselves? Because Adam Karvet's a lot to me, I'm a Karv. But to the extent that we accept the Eidos of the Psule Eidos, so a person should be believed to say Eidos on herself because all she really is, is a karev, and there's no psul karev when it comes to Eid Echad, Nemon Be'isur. So first of all, the Hanacha, that the reason Eid Echad is believed here by Shvuya is because Eid Echad, Nemon Be'isur, that in itself is not poshed at all. There is a svara, I think even the Rishonim to say, that the reason Eid Echad is believed by Shvuya is not because Eid Echad, Nemon Be'isur, really it's not Isurim. We're discussing over here potential Dovash Erva. you have a married woman that potentially was Nedza, whether or not she's also a mutter to her husband, could be with constitute Dovash Erva. So you have to know, the sugya of Shvuya is always a sugya of Eidech and Surim, or is it a sugya of Dovash Erva? Ah, you'll ask me if it's Dovash Erva, and Dovash Erva, Pachas Mishnayim, to how come an Eidech is believed? You see, we learned here, from the last few blot, we know that in Eid is believed by Shvuya. It could be because, as the Gemara said, Bishvuya Hikilo. By Shvuya, there are certain kulas that we made. We don't know for sure that she was Nivala. It's only Achshash that she was Nivala. We'll see later in the Gemara different svaras. So there's a svara Bishvuya Hikilo. So the whole Hanocha to say that the Sugya of Shvuya is a Sugya Dechanem and Bishurim, that in itself is not so Pashit. Could be Shvuya is really a Sugya Dovash but this is an important. Nekuda, and the reason Eidechad is believed is not because of Eidechad and Bisurim, but rather because of Eshvui Yekilo. But regarding the Pnei Yeshua's Kasha, that if Eidechad and Bisurim and an Evan and a Shifcha are believed, and maybe the other Psuli Eidus are believed as well, how come the woman is not believed to say Eidus regarding herself? So last week we spoke out, Rabbi Chanan and Kovitch Yurim, Rabbi Chanan said that the reason a person can't say Eidus about himself is not because he's Apostle Eidus, but the reason is because he's a Baldin, and a Baldin cannot be an aid. Meaning, when you're in court, there are different people that have different roles. There's the prosecutor, there's the defendant, there's the judge, there's the jury, there's the witness. The prosecutor can't be the witness. The defendant can't be the witness. The reason a Baldin can't say Eidos on him or herself is because if I'm the Baldin, I can't be the aid. It's not a Psul Eidos. You're Bechefza excluded from being an aid. So says Rabbi Chanan, it's true by Eid Echa Nemebi Surim Psul Eidos are believed, but a baldin being made on himself is not a psuleidos, you're nismait, becheftso from being an aid, and it's for that reason this woman wouldn't be able to say aidos on herself. Rabbi big problem with that, which the Pnei Yeshua himself asks, is from Nida, because one of the makairis to Eidach and Surim is Vesafala, that a woman is believed to say that I'm Tomei, or she's believed to say that she went to the mikvah, and now that she's tar, why don't you need to aid him? Eidach and Surim. So you see that a person, the Nida, the woman is believed to say aidos on herself, that either she is a Nida, or she is a Nida Sadir, Rabbi Khan already says alumnus that saying that I am or am not a Nida is not saying Eidos on myself. Because there is no Chalois shame Nida. A Nida, think of like a piece of meat. This piece of meat, I could eat it or I can't eat it. A Nida, there's an Isser Bia or there's a Heter Bia. A Nida is a woman with whom it's Asr to be boiled, but there is no. Chalois Shem Nida that impacts the DNA, 
the toyar of who this woman, woman is. So when a woman is being made that she's a nida, she's not saying, I'm a nida. She's just saying that it's also to be boil me right now. Or to the contrary, when she says toyarani, she's not saying, I'm not a nida. She's saying that right now, if somebody would be boil with her, there would be no iser. So you're not being made on yourself. It doesn't fall into this gather of baldin. That's what Rebbe says. But either way, that would be the pshat, that although bishvuya hikilu, and maybe it's because edechad nemon b'isurim, so in Evan and the Shifchan, all the psalieres would be believed, but still the Mishnah says, E nemon odom al yudeyat. It says the Gemara, Vira Midor, I'll ask you a kasha. Is that true? That an irshe kavshu a krakum, that when soldiers, troops, they lay siege on a city, all the kaihanis in the city are ushered to their husbands. Vira Midor, I'll ask you a kasha. Baleshesh abaleir, again, troops that they lay siege on a city. Bishashalom, if they came during peacetime, that chavias psuches, any open bottles of wine or barrels of wine, asuras are going to be usher. Stumais, the ones that are sealed, mutarais, are going to be mutar. And the reason is, because if there's an open barrel of wine, we're concerned that maybe this guy took some of the wine, he was menasachit for his avedazar, it's yainesach. If there's stumais, they already we're not concerned. But b'shas mochama, if it's during wartime, elu elu mutarais, even an open bottle of wine that's sitting on your counter, even that you're going to be able to drink. And the reason is, l'fisha ain't p'nai l'nasech, because they have business on their mind. They're coming here to do mulchama. They're not coming here to pour wine. So what's the Gemara's kasha? So you see that b'shas mulchama. We're not worried that the menasi chayin lavei dezara. So just like that, we're not worried the menasi chayin lavei dezara. Let's not be worried that maybe they'll be by all the women. Amar Amari, no live oil yesh pnei lenaseyach em pnei. Rashi says why the takif luhu yitzrayu the yitzhar of arayis is much stronger than the yitzhar of drinking wine, and it's for that reason. Or the yitzhar lavei dezara. They're not going to drink the wine. The concern is they're going to be menasi chayin, and it's for that reason. That we'd be concerned that maybe they'd be boil these women. We're not concerned that they may be menasichiyayin la'avoy dezorim. Yitzchak bar Allah's image made the chizkiyom are different terets. Can be karkum shaleisam malchus. Can be karkum shamalchus acheres. The difference is these soldiers are they laying siege on a city that's in their own country. Or is it in some foreign land? If it's in a foreign land, yeah, there it's Yom Tif and Nevachin. Then they're gonna, it's going to be the Wild West. They're going to do whatever they want. However, if it's in their own city, so in their own country, they want to make sure that the whole city doesn't turn upside down, so there they're going to be more sensitive. Meaning the difference is not between Nisoch, Yayin, Lavidzara versus Arayas. The difference is what type of city are we discussing? Are we discussing a city that's in their own domain? Are we talking about some sort of foreign land? But the Gemara asks Akasha, that if you're telling me that really there is a chashash, that maybe they'll be menasich in love with the Zohar. And really there is a chashash, that maybe they'll be boiled. It's only because it's in their own city. So there people are going to be more sensitive. So Gemara, I understand that uh, the prime minister of the land, he's sensitive. And maybe the generals, they're sensitive. But to be able to prevent every soldier from not doing an Avera, how in the world are you going to be successful in doing that? The Gemara asks, I mean, can you prevent even one person from going and doing an Avera? So the Gemara says, It's talking about where they will watch people. That's what they used to do. They actually had a set, like a, a security detail no, of people, put people in place to make sure that they're not going to do these things. But the Gemara says, still, maybe one of these guys, he, you know, he'll fall asleep somewhere in the middle of the night and somebody will, you know, people are able to breach security sometimes. No, this was very tight security. What they did was they surrounded the cities with Shoshilta, these are metal chains, Vekalba, watchdogs, Vegavza, Rashi says, Makolis Vekismen, they put things on the floor that they would stumble upon, Vaavza and geese. So, to watch dogs, watch geese, so apparently they make a lot of noise, so they're going to uh, nail you. That's old school. There one said, regarding how to answer the kasha. Our Mishnah says, And here you have this b'raisa of balesh shabar that were not worried, b'shas milchama, even for the chaviyos, p'suchay. So had he answered the kashas, Rabbi Zavda said, it was a machloik, he's reading the sea and the robot. Chadam, once again, the the terrorist, the second terrorist that the Gemara gave, not the chiluk between Avodah Zorah and Arayas, but the chiluk between the city, is it, uh, <coughs> 
part of the country that's attacking, or is it a foreign land? They had no kashas with that. It was a good terrace in itself. Fechad gave the same terrace, but Fechashle Kolhani had the kashas that the Gemara just asked. Why are you concerned that one person is going to sneak out? Umeshani, and he gave the answer that the Gemara gave. In other words, whether you have to make that Oikimta, or even without that Oikimta, the Teretz of the Gemara is going to be the Teretz of the Gemara. The Gemara says a tremendous Chiddush, that although the Mishnah says that when troops surround the city, all the Eishas Koyens, all the Koyhanes living in the city are puzzled to go back to live with their husbands, because we're concerned that maybe they were Nenso, but if there's a cave in the city where the women could have hid, then the cave is Matzeles ala Koyhanes Kulon. It's going to protect all the women, meaning any woman that's going to come to Bezdin, we could always say, oh, maybe she's Tahira. I how did she somehow evade these people? She hid in that cave. Boy, Rabbi Yirmiyos, Rabbi Yirmiyos, who often asked, who often asked the boys, so he asked anybody here too. What if in a machzek is elo achas? What if there was a cave, but it was a very small cave? It was enough for only one person. Ma, what's the halacha? Me, Amrina, do we say, any woman that comes forth, we always say, maybe she's the one that was saved. Maybe we don't say that. So the Gemara asks, what are the classic cases that the Gemara quotes in Nashim Nezikin, in Hilchas Fekis? Why is this different than the case of Shnei Shvilim? There were two roads. Echot Tomei, Ve'echot Tohar, Ve'holach Be'echot Mehem, Ve'osat so there were two roads and hit Ruven and Shimon, they're both friends, and they both walked on one of the roads. Ruven took one road, Shimon took the other road. We know that one of the roads was Tomeh. The other one was Tahar. After Reuben and Shimon both walked down this path, they each went and they touched Tyrus. And the question is, the Tyrus that Reuben touched is it Tomei? And the Tyrus Hashem in touch is it Tomei. Each one is going to be a suffix. We know that they're both not Tahar. We also know that they're both not Tomei. The question was, each one individually, how do we look at it? What is it really? It's a suffix Tomei. What's the halacha by Safik Toma? So Rashi says, Safik Toma Bishus Hayachid, Sveikai Tome. Safik Toma Bishus Arabim, Sveikai Tar. These Shvilim were in a Bishus Arabim. So technically, it's a Safik Toma Bishus Arabim where the halacha is Sveikai Tar. The Shail over here is that both people are going to walk into Bezdin. It's impossible for Bezdin to paskin on both of them that they're both Tar because one of them for sure is Tome. So what's the halacha? Is Ruven Tome? Is Shimon Tome? Are they both Tome? Are they both Tar? So how exactly do we look at it? So it's Machloikis. Again, Shnei Shvilim, there were two roads. Echot Tomei, one was Tomei Vechot Tahar. Vaholach Bechot Mehem Vasa Tyrus. Reuven went down one of the roads and afterwards he touched Tyrus. Ubachavei, then Shimon went. Vaholach Bechot went down the other road Vasa Tyrus. He touched Tyrus. Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Huda said, Im Nishal Zebef Nehatzmoi, Zebef Nehatzmoi. If each one would come to Bezin independently and ask Bezin the Shailah, then the halacha would be Tyrus. They'd both be Tar. But Shnei Ka'achas, if they both walk into Bezin together and ask the Shailah, Tmeis, then there would be Tomei. Rabbi Rabbi Yossi says, It doesn't matter if they ask the Shiloh individually or if they come together, they're always going to be talking. And the Gemara explains, He clarified the Machlaikis. If they would come together at the same time, everybody agrees they're both going to be talking. If they would come one after the other, really everybody holds they would be talking. The Machlaikis was, They both didn't come, only one person came. Came, and when he came, he asked about himself and about his friend. So the Shiloh is being presented to Bezdin as Bivas Achas by one person, but both people aren't there. Mar Medami Lo Bivas Achas. One Tana compared it to Bivas Achas, and being that Bivas Achas, Shneim Tameim, the Lochas, they both be Tomei. Umar Medami Lo Bivas and the other one compared it to Bivas they're both going to be Tar. So what's the Gemara Sushtel, the Hachanami over here, keeping the Sharul Lukul, Luka Bivas Achas Domi? You want to tell me that all the women are going to be Tar because of that one Machvay? Now, all the women didn't come to Bezdin. Bezdin is sitting in their court and they're deciding how do we treat the women in the city so technically they're donning all the women but it's not a shiloh where all the women came so do we say that they're all going to be Tomei or maybe they're all going to be Tomei and there was a machloikis Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi and Rashi says based on the Gemara and Erevin that we did learn together there's a sugi in Erevin where the Gemara goes through every time there's a machloikis we don't know who the Allah is like who's that Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Yossi Rabbi Shimon the Gemara goes 
goes through a whole. So one of the Tanoam that I mentioned in that Gemara is Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi, and whenever there's a machloek is reading Rabbi Yossi, the halach is like Rabbi Yossi. So if Rabbi Yossi said that there, if the Shiloh was asked by one person about both Shvilin, the halach is that's considered Vasachas, and they're both going to be Tommy. So to over here, they both should be Tommy. That's what the Gemara says. But the Gemara says, answers that it's not necessarily a good comparison because Hachi Hashta Hasam Vadayikatuma. For sure, one of them is Tomei. The question is which one? But being that this for sure Tomei over there with Machmer, and we say that even if one person presents the Shiloh, if he presents both Shilohs, they're both going to be Tomei. But over here by Shvuya, we don't even know for sure that anybody was Nivala. The whole Sugi of Shvuya is really only Achshash. Maybe she was Nivala. So being that it's all Achshash, that maybe she was Nivala, over here we'd be more Mekol, and maybe over here. Even Rabbi Yossi would agree that they would be Tahar. Says the Gemara What if a woman says that it's true, I was in the city, and there was a machvoya, so based on the machvoya, she should technically be saved. And let's say it's talking, I forget Rabbi Yirmiya Shiloh, where it was one machvoya for the whole city. Let's say there was ample room in this cave for everybody to have been saved. And she walks into Bezin, foolishly, and she tells Bezin, I was in the city, I never hid in the cave. However, Lenit Macy, nobody was ever uh me. So I'm Tahar. So what's the Shiloh? Me, Amrina, do we say Mali the Shaka? She has a Migu. What's the Migu? Rashi says he boy Amrinachmesi. Or maybe over here you don't say Migu. Why wouldn't you say Migu? So we'll see in the Gemara, the reason you wouldn't say Migu is because this is what's called a Migu B'Mokim Edem. Because although we don't have Edem for sure that say that she was Nivala, if we had Edem that said she was Nivala, then she would have nothing to tell Bezdin. We would know for sure that she was Nivala. But there is an Umdana that says that in the event that she wasn't in the cave, she was probably Nivala. So the Umdana is so powerful, it's like Edem are saying that if you weren't in the cave, you are Nivala. So she can't be believed to say that she could have said that I didn't nechbesi because the taina that you're saying is keneged and umdana and migu b'makim edam loyemridan. The Gemara says. So what's the halacha? So the Gemara says the halacha is migu loyemridan. As we'll see. There was a story with a person. The He lent. He leased. He didn't lent. He was a soicher. So he rented a chamor from his friend. Amalei. So the owner of the Khamar told the renter that when you take my donkey and you go on your business trip, wherever you're going, don't travel down the Harpakoid because there's water over there. And I'm afraid that my donkey is going to be damaged if it walks through the water. Instead, take a different road. Take Norash. There's no water. Now this person went and the Khamar died. So he came to Rava. So Rava said, did you go down he told you specifically not to go there, meaning you're certainly liable. You're a Pesheya. He told you not to go there, so you had no business going there. Now you're going to be Chayef. So he said, Yeah, it's true. I did. In But I'm telling you now, there was no water. So Rava said, He has a Migu. If he wanted, he could have said, He could have said, I went in which case, he wasn't a Pesheya. He was an Oynes, a Seichers Chayef and Pesheya. He's Bader Neitzin. So he could have gotten out of the whole situation. Abaya. Abaya said, no, he doesn't have a migo because Mali What's he saying? He's saying, I went to Nahar Pekoid and there was no water. Everyone knows there's water in Nahar Pekoid. So your statement is a statement that's connected what everybody assumes is true. So even if you have the Koyach of Migu, you're not going to be believed to say something that's technically connected Eden. So the Gemara is saying the same thing over here. This woman saying, the loynet mesi, that's something that's connected Because everybody knows that if you're a loynet mesi, you're going to be a net mesi. So that even though you have a migu, you could have said nech mesi, but if the statement you're saying is connected the umdana, you're not believed with what you said. But the Gemara says that maybe it's not a sushtal hasam over there over there it's a for sure there's no question everybody knows there's water in the harpakoid but over here vada it me you can't say it's a vada you have no right you can't say there's no parallel between there being water in the harpakoid 
to saying that for sure a shvuya was nivala, because again, although there is an umdana that says a shvuya was nivala, but not on the level where if you said that I was not nivala and you have a migu, that it would constitute a migu b'makimedim. The Mishnah said, that if she has an aid, even if the aid is someone that's ordinarily possible aid, or such as an evident and a shivcha, that aid would be believed to say that although she was in the city that was captured, still she's tahira. Says the Gemara, v'afilu shivcha even her own shifcha is believed. Meaning the shifcha that, that works for her, women used to have shifchas. Even her own shifcha, women, I'll ask you a kasha. The Allah is that if somebody gives his wife a get, and he wrote in the get, but I want it to be chal, not today, but one minute before I die. It should be chal retroactively. So the man dies, a minute before he died, he divorced his wife. So why did he want that? To get out of a Yibam situation. Uh, presumably he had no children. If he would die without children, she would fall Yibam. He didn't want his wife to have to fall Yibam. So what he said was, I'll give you a get. I don't want the get to go into effect right now because I want to continue to live with you. But I want the get to go into effect. So the Allah is the get works. However, there's, it's also for this man to now live with his wife. Okay, so why is it also for him to live with his wife? It's because there's a regarding a get yashon. So it's not a sugi for right now, but the is that once like, the soifer writes the get, the is it's also for the husband and wife. Meaning, let's say the get was written today, and it's not given for another six months. During that six-month period, although the get wasn't given yet, so technically they're still husband and wife, but before the nesina, there's an iser, Bia, if there would be a Bia, it would pass all the get, the get would become a get yashan. And being that there's an Isser Bia, there's even an Isser Yichod. Because obviously, if there's Yichod, there's a concern that the Yichod may bring Lidei Bia, especially with a husband and wife, where there's a Libai Gaspa, so there's certainly a Shash that it may bring Lidei Bia. So the Mishnah says, wait to see in this case, where you wrote the get, gave it, not that it should be chal now, but rather it should be chal sometime in the future. with her, lest you come And if you're meyachet, then you better have edim that prove that there was no bia. Because if there was bia, then the gets a get possible. So now you have a suffix, whether it gets kosher or possible. You may have to go right another gets. And the Mishnah says, would constitute edim to say that although the husband and wife were meyachet together, still there was no bia. Unless it was her own shifcha. Her own shifcha is not believed. Because why would the Aden being there be believed? Because if the Aden were there, we assume that presumably no bia took place if there were Aden present in the room. But a woman is very comfortable around her own shifcha, so she would even be boiled with her shifcha in the room. There's a Libai Gaspa, and the Libai Gaspa, therefore, that says that the shifcha, she's not nemon when it comes to these halachas. The point is that you see that there's a, a, a relationship that a woman has with her shifcha to the point that there's even a Levi gaspa there. So how then, asks the Gemara, could a shifcha be believed to say that her master was in Nivala? We shouldn't trust the shifcha. So the Gemara says, okay, so maybe when the Mishnah said, Afilu Eben, Afilu Shifcha, it doesn't mean her shifcha. Meaning, Rapapa, Amra, Papi, Vishvuyi Kilu. Here we're discussing Shvuya, and it could be we were Momeko, and therefore we believed even her own Shifcha. The Mishnah maybe is not talking about Shifcha Dida, it's talking about different Shifcha, his Shifcha or some other Shifcha that belongs to a third party. The point is, just because she's a Pasal Eida, she's a Shifcha, doesn't mean she's going to be Pasal. But her own Shifcha, her own Shifcha is not going to be believed. You're going to tell me that her own Shifcha is not believed? The end of the Mishnah gave a case of someone who's not believed to say Eidas about herself. And who was that person? A person is not believed to say Eidas. Atzmoy. It sounds like anybody that's not Atzmoy would be believed. So the Gemara says, no, Shifchasa nami ka'atzma dami. Shifchasa is ka'atzma. Rashi Yama. Rav Ashi says, hova hova v'shifcha dida. A different terrorist to the stira. V'shifcha michsa chazya v'shaska. A shifcha will be quiet. That's what a shifcha is going to do. So hasam in the Mishnah and get in the shtikasa matirasa. Where if she's quiet and she doesn't say that a beer took place... We're going to end up giving a get parcel like Mahemna. It's for that reason that she's not believed. She's a problem. The fact that she's there doesn't prove anything. But Hacha over here, the Shtikasa, Oisrasa, but over here where she's quiet, she's going to be awesome. Meaning we need her to walk into Bezin and say that there was no beer. So over here, Mahemna. He is going, she is going to be believed. In other words, we have a third terrorist to the Kasha. Okay, what was the Kasha? The Kasha is that we trust 
a woman's own shivcha, or do we not trust a woman's own shivcha? From our Mishnah, it sounds like if a woman was captured and her own shivcha says that she's tahira, she's believed. The Mishnah over there says that that if a woman says edos or was present between a husband and a wife of a get yashon, we don't trust the shivcha. So do we trust the shivcha not? So three terus. The first terus is, really we don't. In our Mishnah we do, because b'shvu yehikilo. Another terus is, our Mishnah is not talking about her own shivcha. It's talking about his shivcha or somebody else's shivcha. The third terus, that's Ravashi saying is, that a shivcha is who she is. She's going to be quiet. Meaning she's not going to walk into Bezin and say, Eidu Shekel. A shivcha is always going to be quiet. So we're being quiet is going to, we're being quiet is going to, create a chumrah sedir, we're okay. Like in our Mishnah, if she's going to be quiet, what's going to happen? So we'll assume that she's a regular woman that was nivala. So what are we worried about? She's going to be quiet, nothing bad is going to happen. It's in the Mishnah in Gittin, where her being quiet is going to create a situation we won't know that a bia took place, where a bia may have taken place. It's over there that the shivcha is going to be a problem. But the Gemara asks, that why are we only worried that the shivcha may be quiet to the extent that she's loyal to her giveret? So why are we concerned that she's going to walk into Bezdin and actually say, Why are we concerned that she's actually going to say, hey, those? So the Gemara says, Too bad things she's not going to do. The Achrenim are bothered what the word Tarti means. But the point is, we're only concerned that she won't say Eidos Emes, but we're not concerned that she's going to proactively say Eidos Sheker. And the Gemara proves it from a, a story, a story that's quoted again in Nashim Nazik, and this is another classic, not an easy Gemara, it's not really our Sugya, so we'll just go through it quickly. So Mori Bar Esek apparently was a very wealthy and powerful person. And he had a brother, a little brother that he hadn't seen in many many years. His father had left him and walked, went to Medina Sayyam with a, with a little child and many years later after the father had died already and apparently left over a tremendous Yerusha a man comes in with a nice beard and he says, Mori, I'm your brother. I'm your brother that you haven't seen in 20 years. I came to take half of our father's estate. He came to Yashin. So the Gemara says, So hey, all of a sudden he arrived from and he told Mori, I want you to give me half of our father's estate. I have no idea who in the world you are. So they came to Rav Chizda. Rav Chizda told this brother that I think what he's saying, Mari has a good taino. He has a taino. He has a right to say that I don't recognize you. Why? It's not clear what he wanted with all this. Because we know with the story of Yosef and the brothers, that the brothers tell Yosef when he's very young. And many years later, they meet up again in Mitzrayim. And the positive, Yosef Yosef recognized his brothers. But the brothers didn't recognize him. Why? Because he left without a beard. They told us that's in Cheder. And now he had a beard. Yosef was 17 years old when he was sold. He was young. And now, he was already a shiny eats, so and now he wasn't recognized. So Rav Chizda told the brother that Murray could be has a good time when he says that I don't recognize because you were a little child, so he doesn't have to remember you from all those years. Meaning, you want to take half of the Nechassim, go bring Aiden, let the Aiden testify and say, Aiden, that you're really a brother. And if the Aiden come and they say, Aiden, that you're a brother, then you'll be able to get away with it. Amalei, so he told him, Isli Sahadi, I have Aiden that can prove that I'm Murray's brother, but they're afraid to say Ajos because they know Murray is a rough person and they're afraid that um, he's going to punish them. It's, there's going to be some, uh, right, there may be some consequences if they come and they testify against him. So if Chizdo went to Murray, listen to this Chiddush, and he told him, Zil I want you to summon, subpoena those two Adam to court, and I want them to say Adam's the level that they're not your brothers. I mean, I want them in court right now. I want them to say either they're your brother, that he's your brother, or that he's not your brother. We're not letting you being this tough person prevent those Adam from coming into court. So Amalasi told him to return to Chizda, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you want for my life? I'm for sure the owner of these Mechassim. He's a Suffolk. Maybe he's my brother. If he wants to prove he's my brother, let him prove he's my brother. You're telling me a song and a dance that he really has Adam, he's my brother, but the Adam, <laughs> he has Adam that he's my brother, but the Adam are afraid to come. So Memelo, I have to have these Adam come and testify that he's not my brother. He's the one that needs to bring a ride. If he brings a ride, we'll have a conversation. Otherwise, what do you want from me? On my lace, Rav Chizda told him, Hachi da'ina l'chu u'lekule al mi 
This is the way I treat situations where you have someone who's a muhsik, but he's also a gavra alama, where Adam are afraid to come. I force that person to summon these Adam into court and let them say Eidos that the muhsik is right, otherwise you're going to be in trouble. So asks the Gemara Kasha, Hashtanami Asu Meshakri, what are you gaining by having these Adam come into court? Why did the Adam not want to come to court in the first place? Yes. Because they were afraid. So that's why they were going to stay at home. So now that they come into court, they're going to lie, says the Gemara. So what do you see from here? Tarti loyavdi. That just because someone is willing to not say Eidos doesn't necessarily mean that he's willing to walk into court and say Eidos Sheker. So, so too, the Shivcha maybe will be loyal to the extent that she won't say Eidos. So it's for that reason, regarding the Get Yashon, we're concerned maybe there was a fear. She just won't come to court. She's not getting involved. She's not going to say anything. But for her to walk into Bezdin and actually say Eidos Sheker, that already to say that although she was a Shvuya Tahirahi, that's something we're not concerned. Therefore, we believe the Shifcha Dida in our Mishnah because she's not going to say Eidos Sheker. However, the Mishnah Gitte, where she doesn't have to say Eidos Sheker. She just has to hold back her Eidos. Over there, we're going to be concerned. I just thought it hit me this morning. So we have this Gemara. We've always learned this Gemara already in Yeshiva all the years. They taught us that Yosef met up with his brothers at the end of the story of Yosef and the brothers. And Yosef recognizes the brothers. The brothers don't recognize Yosef. Why? The Gemara says because he had a chasim of zakin. So maybe we could just add one thing. The Gemara says from the day that Yosef left his brothers he never drank wine. Because in the parashas bracha, referring to Yosef, Yosef was referred to as a nazar. So if he was referred to as a nazar, a nazar is not allowed to drink wine. Yosef says the Gemara didn't drink wine. Says the Masha that although the Gemara says that Yosef never drank wine because he was a nazar, lav nazar gomer haya. It wasn't a real nazar where he said hareini nazar. He had all the halachas of naziras. It just means he was like a nazar. That just like a nazar doesn't drink wine. He didn't need to drink wine. How do I know that he wasn't a nazar gomer? It's a pasuk in the Torah. And Parshas Miketz, Yosef is in prison, and Pari has a dream, and they need somebody to be placed with the Chaloimos, and the Saramashkin, I have someone that can be placed with the Chaloimos, Vayishlech Paroi, Vayikres Yosef, Vayiritsu Minabar, Vayigalach, he shaved, Vayichalif Simloisov, Vayovelor Paroi. Says the Mashal, it's a foolish apostle that Yosef cut his hair. Yosef, and us, is not allowed to cut his hair. So if a Nazar is not allowed to cut his hair, it's a Raya that he wasn't a Nazar. Right? He wasn't a Nazar. Says the Mashal. So when the Gemara says, It just means, just like a Nazar didn't drink wine, he didn't drink wine either. But we've spoken out in the past, the Rogachava, that the Rogachava said in Dover Nifla. He said that if you look in the Targum Unculus on the word, that he cut his hair, says Unculus, what does Vayigalach mean? Vesapar. That's what it means. Vesapar. Says the Rogachava. Every other time in the Torah that the Torah uses the word Vayigalach or Vigilach, the Targum says Vigilach. Vayigalach. 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 Here the Torah changed the word. Vayigalach. Vesapar. What's the difference between Giluach and being mesaper, giluach means to shave, aisaper means to trim. Says the Rogot Shavagoyim. The Gemara says, Amishta Mesech is Nazar. That somebody says, Hareini Nazar Oilom. I want to be a Nazar for the rest of my life. Shmuel Hanavi was a Nazar. I'm going to be a Nazar the rest of my life. Although he's not allowed to cut his hair, he's a Nazar. But every year he's allowed to trim his hair a little bit. That's something that he's allowed to do. So as the Rogot Shavagoyim, why did Unkelis change the word by Yagalach to Mesaper? Because really Yosef was a Nazar. That's the Gemara in Shabbos Kuflamites. Being that really he wasn't Nazi, he wasn't a ladder shave. So Balkar Vayigalach couldn't demand a real Vayigalach. What did it mean? It had to mean Vesapar, that all he did was trim. So it comes out that Yosef wasn't only a man with a beard. He was a Nazir. He had long hair. So there was no question that he was incognito. He was in disguise. <laughs> Thus, the brothers didn't recognize Yosef. Yosef was able to recognize the brothers. I'll just say over one, we'll finish with a nice thing. We'll cover Purim. The Pasuk says, Vayishlach Paroi. Vayikras Yosef, Vayiritsu Minabar. So there's a beautiful Sephorna. Says the Sephorna, Vayiritsu Minabar. They took him out of the bar very quickly. Kederech kol chuas Hashem. Like every chua of Hashem. Shanasis kamayrega. That it happens in a second. Kaomra kikrevi yashuasi lovoi. Ukaomri kimaatoi veya machnia. Vekacho yinim mitzrayim. 
That's how Mitzrayim happened. Shalai hispik b'tzeikam shalavisenu lahachmitz v'chein omar laosid lavoi. That's how it's going to be laosid lavoi. Ka'amrei upisoyim yavoi el hecholoi ha'odoyin. That the Shuas Hashem is going to happen. Pisoyim that a person could go from one second where his life is in turmoil and he's in a messed up situation and pisoyim in one second Hashem can turn everything around. That's vayiritzum and abar. Yosef went from being in a pit, living in a in a in a, in a prison somewhere in Mitzrayim to becoming the Mishnah Lamech.